Hey, this is Ben Affleck. I'm here with the great Bob Richardson and Jess Goncher. Say hello, guys. Hello, this is Bob Richardson. And this is Jess. Hi. You can see we treated this with a little bit of uh, something to make it give it a sort of older quality, some scratches and dirt and that kind of thing. This uh, opening commentary, I wanted to help establish Joe's backstory so that we could get going with the film right from the jump and give us a sense of period and time and place as well. And we did a good job. I think the titles are beautiful. In 1917, I signed up to fight the Huns in France. The idea was that he was so frustrated and disillusioned by war that he wouldn't follow orders from anyone again and became an outlaw. Good men died all around me, and I saw no reason for it. We got some great research shots, some footage which you see here, which is real. And they didn't apply to those who made them. I swore if I made it home, I would never follow orders again. I left a soldier. I came home an outlaw. And Ben, those are images of Boston. Yep, it's all Boston, Boston people. That's supposed to be Joe and his brother. Robbery to the next. These are all Boston. That's the Charlestown uh, Bunker Hill Monument in Charlestown. I lived that life. And that was originally your idea to take that image and start with a DSAT feel on it. Yeah. And let the color slowly seep in. It all started with an inside man. Here's an example of something where I wanted to do it all in one shot without feeling like. It was one shot so that it wasn't self-conscious and we weren't pointing to the fact, look, look, we're doing this, is, we're not cutting, but just to have it be graceful. And Bob choreographed it really elegantly so that you don't even realize there's no cuts, but it's very fluid. It was a very hard shot to actually accomplish, to get our timing down and capture the dialogue as well as the actions. Yeah, we did it 18 or 20 times. Do you know what take you utilized? I think 19. <laughs> What I loved about this was the way you shifted the inside man. Yeah, originally this opening was different, where the the opening was that I robbed her and then I fell in love with her during the robbery and followed her and found her and seduced her, and we had this whole lengthy opening. And really instead, because of length and for the sake of storytelling, I changed it so that they were kind of a Bonnie and Clyde and she was his inside man helping him rip off the mobsters. But it gives a very added insight into your relationship with her, the way you leaned in on that last one. And you were so close, it felt like you knew her intimately. Right. In retrospect, after you reveal this, I was, uh, uh, I thought it was just beautiful. You got some ball. Just slow down, stop driving like we did something. Relax. Get out pretty good. It's a nice hit. Yeah, it's all mine. Yeah. This is Robert Lannister playing Albert White. He was great. Good afternoon. I'm Albert White. You must be Joe. Good to put a face to the name. 
This is Brandon Loomis, friend of mine. Schwester Rossi's got a bruise from getting hit by Dion, but I don't think most people picked up on it. Now, this is also a real speakeasy in Los Angeles. Where was this, Jess? It's in Hollywood. There's, there's a few of these places around, and I, I'm really glad we were able to take advantage of this one. They're used as very hip clubs at this point. Yeah. Take your time, but you can't work on your own. Not in this town. Albert was rounding up the troops. This was one of my favorite sets uh, we did on stage. Rum. Dervis, go and have a word. Albert White ran the Irish mob. Keep an eye on. Uh-huh. And Maso mm -hmm. Pescatore ran the Italians. It was tit for tat. Titus Welder's only appearance in the movie. I cut out his other scene, so he appears only briefly. What a great montage, though. This was also shot by Second Unit. That shot right there by Tom Siegel, the cinematographer RJ, was, he did a great job. I thought they helped us tremendously in the car as well as the very ending. And that woman who stabbed him is the fa is Black Widow's stunt woman in more of the Marvel movies. I love this set, too. This was my, my apartment. I thought it was perfect. I love the way you allowed it just to be a formal single shot, no motion at all. His girlfriend was my inside man. And I was in love with her. I would have been in love with her, too. <laughs> Sienna was great. And she so doesn't look like Sienna in other movies. Yeah. He'd kill her if she tried to leave him, and he'd kill us both ten times over if he found out we were together. I love this little piece of music from Harry. It's a little Irish flair. But we were in love, and we were stupid. That's another good set there, Jess. We were together. <laughs> the fit was perfect. I think this was on location here in Los Angeles, wasn't it? At a club um, for gentlemen or something? It was. It's uh, in the Adams District. I think. Uh, I think it all worked together. Everything we mixed with Boston and Los Angeles. Yeah, it's pretty fluid. Brendan Gleeson's introduction. Brendan's amazing in the movie, and he's got such sort of veritas and integrity that he uh, he can do so much with so little. It can be very intimidating. Dad, this is my friend, I'm a Gould. Pleasure, Miss Gould. Mind if I sit down? I love that she calls him Father Time. <laughs> I often get called Santa Claus. Where are you from, Miss Gould? Or other names that evoke more religious aspect. I'm going to call you Father Time. <laughs> <laughs> he is so good. He's so good. He, he, he puts a lot of weight onto the scene. Yeah. He has a lot of strengths. The scene was pretty much lit by that one lan lantern in the middle. I mean, each of the tables were lit that way. Jess was kind enough to give me one on every table. I had to make sure that all our actors looked beautiful, particularly this one. It was actually a demand by you, as I recall, to make Sienna look like a goddess. wasn't hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he succeeded. One <laughs> of my questions making you feel uncomfortable. I do you know what's your honor vote. 
And to be honest, I don't really care. I'm on about you being the type of lassie who consorts with the criminals. The fact that the criminal is my son isn't the issue. It is that my son is still my son. And I, I love your look there. To question the wisdom of consorting with the type of woman who knows. Only consorts of criminals. Did you follow all that? Enough, Dad. Enough. Okay. My uncle mentioned a copper on his payroll name of Cochran. Is that you? All the costumes are beautiful. Yeah, throughout, it's like you have to remember every extra, every person you see is has been personally fitted and outfitted by Jackie West to tailor down to the very, you know, closest detail. And it was an enormous amount of work and an enormous amount of costume. It's, it's true. It's not like you can tell the extras casting to tell the people to bring something from their closet. It just doesn't exist. I need to powder. I think we shot this over a couple days, didn't we? Yeah, I think over two days. Over two days with combination of the other sequence with uh, his with father. The, with the judge, right. with the prosecutor. Yeah. I've learned one thing above all, do you know what it is? It's going to be another yarn from the old country. Oh. I like how I suddenly make fun of his Irish accent. Another yarn. But never how you predict. I'm sure it doesn't. Unearned confidence at that about which one is ignorant always has the brightest glow. I think I've earned enough. This scene was changed from the book where the Joe character is younger and the father's lecturing him to one where a conflict between an older man and his father, which I thought was more interesting. That doesn't help. Her father's a pimp. Her uncle killed two men. But I could overlook all that, Joseph. If she wasn't. She just doesn't pretend to be something she's not. It was a pretty muted palette we were using back in Boston. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by. Maybe you should climb under his covers tonight. What? That's digital snow. But you did very well because you also got it to land on top of the. Yeah, well, the first time it didn't, but when we, <laughs> by the time it was finished, it landed on them. I do remember the first one. But this one's very, it, it, it's one of the best snow I've seen. Yeah, it works nice. Yeah, it falls nice. And it, it appears to land and melt, which is r r very rare. What he did. Fuck him, okay? I love you. You think love's so easy. They were both lit by one lantern. There was a hard backlight and then bounced off the other individual, back onto their faces. So when he moves away like that, he moves into darkness. When he slides his head back, Joe's immediately has more light. That's Boston's real legitimate North End that we repurposed in a wonderful way, made look old. I think that's, that's Margaret Street. And who was that man that you uh, gave the money to? Young Bob Kirkrow, who's appeared in a number of my films as an extra. He's a lovely young man. Not that young anymore, but he's a lovely man. But I love that we had the real North End and it looked legitimate and the real Italian feel. And this is shot on a stage, if I'm not correct. Yeah, this is yeah. LA. But the exterior of the restaurant was shot in Boston at uh, that house. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of inside LA, outside Boston stuff. Yeah. You really shot in Boston for five days? A little more. Seven days, maybe? That was two weeks. I ran the north end. 
and liquor coming up from Florida. You brought him from Italy, as I recall, right? Yeah, Remo's an Italian actor. He's very famous in Italy, but I like that he wouldn't be known to American audiences, so he might be a little more scary and foreboding. Today, my only true rival is Albert White. When that is no longer the case, we can see an end. This was a set where Jess was not my friend. <laughs> he wouldn't allow me to have a window. So I yeah. had to cut a hole in the ceiling, <laughs> which in the long run was an improvement on That's the lighting. The top lights, Gordon Willis. <laughs> the scene started out in a, in a car. He pulled over and Joe went into a car, but we thought that maybe it might be better if they uh, went into a private quarters. It's where detail to uh, production design and, and art direction is very apparent because there is, all the elements add to what an actor can work with and what a camera can pick up. This is one of the rare times I, I put top light on you. I know. Well, it's because he didn't have a hat on too, right? Yeah, that did help. He was very kind to take it off as he entered. <laughs> I like it though, like I say. It's a very godfather. He had a great face. A lot of face. Nice guy too. Yeah, sweet guy. Worked really hard. Worked hard on his English. Worked hard on his lines. Two, I tell Albert about the girl. And he gets to you first. Like I said, I ain't a gangster. And I've done enough killing in this life. You want to tell your enemy some rumor you heard? Go ahead. If I kill Albert White, someone's just going to jump up and take I love this set. I love this whole suit fitting thing. And again, it's a situation where you asked not to move the camera. You were very locked off, very formal. Yeah, the whole movie, I wanted to feel very formal and presented and classic. And you notice the close-up's not that tight. None of the close-ups really are, I should say, most of the close-ups are, are, are that tight. I really liked looser close-ups. Here's This is a more intimate scene, so it's a little bit tighter. We could leave. Where would we go? Somewhere warm. I still like to see the set, you know, play it wide and play it in a classic way that an older movie might play. I've talked to him 10 years. Sent back a bunch of postcards and he's doing stunts, trying to be a writer. This is one of the few sequences, I think, where, where, where you absolutely look like you're loving what you're doing. You're so open. I feel like we're in love. You do. And she's so alluring. I would say that's definitely the truth. Sleep by day. I didn't want to have him say live by night here, so I just said sleep by day and let the audience fill in the live by night. And I'll be free. Free to leave. Yeah, free to leave. I love how that this department looks. I love the light. I love the whole thing. This looks great. And this was a set. We're, we're on what stage? Uh, I think it's in stage 35. Worked well, just an old tenement where probably the rest of her family lived as well. Yeah, that was the idea, so her whole family lived there. After that, he's going to Detroit for a week. Did you clean yourself up and get to the Stadler by seven? I think I can clean myself up and get to the Stadler by seven. <laughs> <laughs> the Lawrence Bank job we done us enough to get to California on. It's true, that's what I was thinking about. And 
And this whole sequence. And then is... here comes the bank robbery. This is the most realistic part of it, which is how impossible it is to get these cars to go yeah. in the right gear. You had to kind of vaguely guess where the gear was. This heavily choreographed and storyboarded sequence. Yeah, this was thoroughly, meticulously boarded and sequenced, and, and he got some great shots off the Russian arm and some nice stuff at the interiors. Some nice big wide stuff here where you see, you know, us moving around the street, which I like. And the odd thing about cinema is that what this is taking place in is literally a block and a half, but it feels more extensive. Yeah, this was actually shot in the city of Lawrence outside of Boston, and they, they welcomed us there, and we really used it well. Again, it was a, the contribution of second unit was helpful here. That water was digital. That water was digital? Yeah. Ah, I didn't know that. Here we are doing our car switch, and once again, we do like one longer shot without sort of drawing attention to it, but I like shooting this without cuts, back and forth, and back to Dion, and back to me. And you get a sense of the connectivity of it. And we digitally pulled those cars a little closer. So that's how the uh, actual touching happened? Yep, in the dig digital world. I couldn't even tell. We did a lot of digital cleanups with this because we were driving by places in Lawrence and there's all kinds of, you know, signs and traffic lights and bullshit like that that we had to take out. So it was very arduous, that and the fact that it was storyboarded within an inch of its life. But it helped so the first and unit, second unit could work together well. And second unit got us some great stuff. And you see aerial unit got us some great stuff here. I love these birds. all digital bullet holes. I didn't want to do any of the hits practically. Well, the fuel tank was in the front of these cars and so they were actually prone to catching fire. That was a successful stunt. We originally choreographed this to be one single shot. And I think you just made a lot, a better use of uh, the time by the cut that you put up here. Yeah, I trimmed it down a little bit and I want to focus on the car a little bit more. I love the car burning in the lake. Yeah, I, lo I love the way uh, we positioned it in there. It's a great reveal. You see the dead cop who tried to climb out of the car there. But that reveal is really nice. I like that shot a lot. We almost got Brigham on that shot. Brigham. Brigham tried to destroy us so many times. Is that out there in the little boat, Bob? 
Yeah, he didn't want to give us a boat to put the shot down. It was too expensive to get a little rowboat. <laughs> Brigham's a producer, I just want you to know. That. We do love him, but Brigham's a new word in the... That's when he tries to destroy you. <laughs> The story was in all the late editions. And this is in Los Angeles as well. I sped this sequence up. I, it was like him getting ready and talking about Emma, and you know, and it just was like it felt like get to the cut to the chase here, get him into the hotel. This is also a one that we trimmed apart for the sake of, of speed. So I wanted to go all the way from the outside to inside the hotel so you had a sense of the continuity that this was a real place because we really used the Copley. Yeah, we got some... We used the real, real hotel. Great production value out of it. This is my favorite part when you steal the press pass. <laughs> I love this. But we actually did get quite far as a single shot. Yeah, this was all still part of the single shot here. Walter Norton. Quite a talented steady cam operator. Colin Anderson. Yes, indeed. Oh, no, Bob, I can't. I couldn't possibly do that. I can't do this yet. I can't. <laughs> it's too hard. No, no, it's too hard. But it's what Ben wants. You need to do it. Here you see another example of a mass of our extras dressed up, and every extras came in at 2 in the morning to get dressed and ready. And then... Harry has this little theme for our, our love. It was a last-minute shot we came up with, how about? Yeah, over in uh, L.A. Mm -hmm. We just went from Boston to L.A. when I went upstairs. And this is, this is this L.A. Is LA well. yeah. this, is under, this is downtown at a hotel. Downtown at the Biltmore. such a romantic moment. Yeah. I always feel like this in my relationships. About to be betrayed any second. <laughs> she played this great, the conflict. So beautiful. Smile. This guy was awesome. He, I wanted somebody who could plausibly just beat the shit out of me. It was sure plausible. Painful scene. Every guy's favorite is, shot. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, hate it when that happens. Fortunately, it's never happened to me. <laughs> Here, Robert does a monologue, but we slowly push in on Sienna because it seems really about her and her betrayal. She's great. Tell yourself you did it for love. No. You feel guilty about what you do. So you spend your life hoping someone will punish you for your sins. Well. Well, here I am. Here I am. Oh, I'm so sorry. She's sorry. We're all fucking sorry. 
Take him, Eddie. You said you wouldn't kill him. We used the shot where he really slapped her here. It was a natural hit, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the one where he accidentally just hit her. But as a result, it is much more effective. Certainly, yeah, you feel it. Someone comes to me, says some arsehole is putting a hole into my fucking head. You're lucky I didn't cut your tits off and throw you in the fucking dump. Take it in the car, Donnie. You should be more worried about what I'm going to do to you. How long is Fuck do you care? She just sold you down the river. Please. I wasn't honest. I said if she delivered you to us, I wouldn't kill you. But we both know I have to kill you, don't we, Joe? And then I'm going to kill her too. I love the shot of all the police coming forward. Bob did a great job. That's just, yeah, it's great. I love that. Their lights and the guys coming forward, and they think Joe's a cop killer. So you're a cop killer now, Joseph? I didn't kill anybody. Looks like your friends were about to take you on the dead man's drive. Really? Yeah, they're going to kill him. Well, we won't kill you, Joseph. But some of my co-workers... Yeah, it, it really comes across, though, how you, you didn't even care about yourself, you just cared about her. And we had a piece where they just beat the shit out of me, but I just used the one hit to... I figured that was enough. It was so brutal. So now we're back where we started here, at the beginning. I don't know what his skull's made of, but it isn't bone. Again, this is a shot that was done in Los Angeles. Looks like a prison hospital. Yeah. It's really just a courtyard in, uh, down near Alvaro Street in L.A. Where is she? Did they find her? We followed her and Donnie Love the light in this scene, Bob. Such a nice job. We got there and we had no ceilings. We had to put the ceilings in. So that we could see them. It's a minor delay. Minor delay. Apparently the production designer didn't think we'd ever look up. <laughs> it didn't happen again in the future. I don't know why you would want to look up. It's not like Joni's a POV from the bed <laughs> looking up. And I'm crazy about her. Crazy isn't love. Same marriage for 18 years it wasn't love. No. No, it wasn't. Again, he's so good here. He's great in this scene. He's just so good. You two play very much like brother, a father and a son as a family. Had you worked with him before? No. He just showed up and just killed it. Ten miles from the border, a number of officers gave chase. He was struck by at least 14 rounds. Low for a cop killer. Low for a cop killer. What about Dion? It's possible he made the border. I love that all the light comes through the window on me and he's the one in shadow. All his light comes off of you, which is appropriate to the concept. You were the child that was supposed to fix the distance between me and your mother. Were you aware of that? I was aware of the distance. 
always such a pleasure to have faces like this in a movie. Yeah. The cinematographer, it's just, it's a delight because they take, the faces take it, take light from almost anywhere. It's also good when they allow you to. There's the ceiling, look. Yeah. Got a corner of it. <laughs> I carry the ceiling with me in my car for the rest of the show. <laughs> Sometimes it makes you. Now, this was in Pasadena, I think. Yeah, it was. Is this the Red Cross? I can take the death penalty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And once you get in here, it's just the same place as the Broomfield there. For the dinner scene. Yeah. For the dinner scene. Great scene, this is. A fantastic room. It's a nice short scene. It gets accomplished what it needs to. And I thought if we had someone from the Marvel Universe, it would help our box office. He may be the son of a deputy superintendent, but he will long know the inside of the Charlestown prison, I promise you. Chief Inspector, I was demoted yesterday. Then we can leave unsaid the notion I was going to dispel for you. I have not oceans. I'm, I'm a practical man. man. He's so good, so simple. Photograph is of a door to a row house in Back Bay, where you have been keeping time with a young man of Mexican descent. If you move the location of your liaisons, I will know within the hour. And I like that he just plays it very simply and doesn't give anything away and doesn't make a big deal out of it. He just plays it close to the vest. Let me see what I can do. Seeing what you can do is of little interest to me. Do you think that's part of the way you directed the sequences overall? Yes, definitely. This is a great matte painting. And that's all added visual effects stuff up in the t upper tiers, which is really good. It worked really well. We This is the practical, all the practical space we had. I pled guilty to a betting arm robbery. I was given three years and four months in the Charlestown. I was never a fan of the prison cap, but they told me it was realistic. Prison baseball hat. Right. It was just, people just wore hats. Even in the can. It's a nice piece of music again by Harry. It was so effective, though, because I know in, in the book he spent a lot more time in prison, but that to, to be able to have that in there helped a lot. Yeah, that's I took 80 or 100 pages out of the book from uh, the prison sequence. It was too long. If my father had lived two more weeks, I could have said goodbye. That fault it's a false front. Everything behind it is digital. The front is real. Found a nice cemetery. Back in Lawrence. Call back to this push at a funeral later. On the very limited palette again, going down to that almost black and white feel in that scene. The interplay of cool and, and warmth is often evident in Boston. I got one guaranteed life. This is a scene where his brother showed up and talked to him, but it just didn't work and it was too long, so we had to take it out. But it's in the deleted scenes, it's worth watching. How long was your original, the first cut? 250 or something. What happened to all the talk about not being a gangster? Now you come to me looking for a job. I got nothing left. I don't want to be a gangster. But I'll work for one if I can get to Albert White. 
From what I heard in prison, you're still the man to see about that. A lot of detail in there. Mm, gorgeous yeah. set of some Pasadena. Also, yeah. It's the same place we shot the shootout at the end. Mm -hmm. It was the one time where we, I guess you could go over the top with a real Italian character. I loved his kind of lair and all his bullshit and Rococo yeah. stuff that he had all over the place. To be to the Pescatore family first and yourself second. You live with that? Sounds fair. I just need one guy, Dion Bartolo. You look very handsome there, Joe. Thank you. It must be the light. I think it's a natural-born attribute you've been given. I wanted to have the scene move a little bit, so I had them get up and do a little steady cam move. The thing about Colin's work is you don't know it's steady cam. Yeah, it feels like a dolly. Colin's the best steady cam operator around. He just feels so classic and steady, and there's no hand, nothing handheld in the movie. There's no shaking the camera. There's no. It's all wide and formal and presented, and it's just hard to do. Cause it's sort of like climbing without a net. You're fucked if it doesn't work. No, Frank Amino's an equal partner. But look what's going to happen to him. I guess I work cheap. Can you tolerate an Irishman in your crew? This is America. I've lived worse. So here's where we enter a, a whole new world. Color palette changes. The whole feel of the movie changes here in Florida. We had to take the California mountains out of the back digitally. And this was shot up by where? It was just a set of bare train tracks out in Fillmore in the orange groves, and we thought that it would be the best place to, you know, crank up the, the, the color and just have it in the middle of these lush fields. So we built the station on the side of a track, brought the train in. This is where Messina comes alive. He's great. You actually see the continuity mistakes. Graciela left before, and now she's still back there. I thought it was a straight bamboozle. Then I thought, if anyone could shine the devil. The thing about your relationship is you do feel that you both know and lo love each other. Yeah. Chris is a good guy. He's easy to like, so it made it real simple. He also gained quite a bit of weight for this role. Yeah, he gained 40 pounds to play this part. God bless him. The last time I saw him, he looked uh, quite thin. Yeah, he took it all off. Welcome to Ebor, the Harlem of Tampa. The gods built this place. What you're smelling now, probably bolos. Now we're on location in... Uh... Brunswick outside of Savannah, Georgia. And we built this whole town. There again, it's a, just a few streets, and it really stretched it out, Bob. It looks good. A lot of signage. I think I should get a little credit for turning the car around every three seconds, shooting one way, then shooting another way, then shooting the dialogue the other way, trying to stretch it out over our... Four blocks. Yeah. You have to... I love this speech because people think of, you know, immigrant as immigrants as as blocks, you know, and as unified and he explains how they're all really at competing with one another and separate. You're a fucking piece of <laughs> that ship digitally is called the Serafina, which is my daughter's name. Again, we see all the this dock stuff and ships and the tugs and all the stuff coming off there, it's all digital. And shot in Long Beach. Order Tampa. 
And once you enter the building, we were shooting an entire another city. Yeah, we were in a, a lemon factory in Fillmore. Long Beach to Fillmore, just like this. Ready? And Fillmore. <laughs> we're in. We, we fabricated all these tunnels to create this the journey. And I wanted it to be one long tunnel. I wanted to have a long, steady shot so that you got a sense that they went on. And on. Amino sprung a few leaks the other day. That's a great experimental cool thing Bob came up with to have the guy getting killed and Best only being lit by the flare of the gun. You gotta keep it at 186 Fahrenheit. Yeah, these babies never lie. Like to keep people from dying when they drink your hooch. This set looks great with all the things, the weird, like, you know, coils and stuff. Yeah, it's it's kind of sparse but effective because you get to see the, the graphicness of it. And you, you get that a business has been shut down. Boats have been sinking. What's his name? Gary L. Smith. Gary L. Smith. No. Gary L. Smith. It's a middle initial. I don't know. Here's where editorially we sort of got things moving and skipped along. And, you know, it was a little bit slow when we first got to Tampa, so I had to ramp it up a little bit. And that's Anthony Michael Hall, one of my favorites, one of the greats of all time. We were blessed to have him in the movie. And he was great. He has great nuance and detail in his performance. So what brings you by? I've been asked to take over Frank Ormino's affairs. I hope that's not permanent. <laughs> no offense. Not taken. Why is that? Folks like dealing with who they know. You know, nobody knows you. I see. Well, uh, who would you suggest? I have no ambitions for it. I love this. I'd be willing to do it for a term. Consider doing it for a term. Well, we're mostly concerned with why the last three supply runs were hit. Well, that's the Cubans. Well, let's just go to a new supplier. Not that simple. Why not? Tremendous attention to detail in production and costumes. You could open a drawer on a set and you'd find 1920s matches. It was really special. Never experienced anything like it. As an actor, that must be an aid. Oh, it helps you so much. It's nice to be able to help everybody get into character. And his sister. Okay, well, I'm sure we could arrange a table for tomorrow night about 9 o'clock. Great. Now, Gary L., tell me this. Do you work directly for Albert White? I love how Anthony, he's so confident at the beginning and it just starts to slowly lose it when he finds out. You what? If you distilled it, we mocked it. And all these runs that were supposedly lost at sea somehow made their way into Albert White speakeasies. Can you explain that? No, I don't understand. Dion drove me by your house on the way over here. You got a lovely place. You're gonna have to pack up all that shit and send it wherever it is you're going. <laughs> Where am I going? Are you fucking her? What? Who? Miss Raw. What? He's fine. Without question. Definitely fine. Oh, come on. Afternoon taste of Miss Rowe. Sugar in the morning. I don't care who you fuck. Here's some tickets. This is the 11 o'clock seaboard tonight. I don't care who you take with you, but you gotta be on that train. <laughs> Wait a minute, gentlemen. Come on a second. Look, we could go through the whole thing and I could bounce your head off the floor like a fucking bowling ball, but let's just make it easy. Put yourself on that train, Gary L. Or we're going to have to put you under it. Listen, I, I think, can we... Oh, no, come, on, come on, fella. Gentlemen, can we... Let's just sit and... I remember you talking about the fact this... that... Originally in the script, you, you beat him. Yeah. And then you pulled back as a director and made the decision just... Not to go that far. Yeah. Why Why did you do that? 
Well, I didn't want it to be. I didn't want it to be so vicious. I didn't want to show up and start beating everybody up. I thought it was smarter if they did it in a more, you know, intelligent way. And uh, I'm glad I did, because just coming in and smashing everyone in the head seems kind of like brutal. Whereas coming in and taking people out in a smart way and negotiating a smart way makes them smarter. This is one of my favorite shots. The extras in the nighttime, and the, I wanted a sense of being alive outside this club, and the and going inside and feeling the liveliness and the excitement. We just walked from from Florida inside to LA into Burbank, but it feels quite uh, seamless. Yeah, and the visual effects extension of the uh, street was highly effective yeah. in, in the very first shot. I love how we had live music in most of these clubs too. Yeah. It really worked there. Mr. Suarez, nice to see you. Let me introduce you to Joe Coffey. This is one of my favorite shots. It's again, this is all mostly a oneer here. I wanted to feel like you know we have as few cuts as possible and just introduce you to the world so that it felt real. I feel like the more you cut, the less real it feels. Choreography was. Was fantastic. You allowed us to make this move, catch him, then swing. Do you get her? Yeah. And we get this beautiful woman entering. I think it does justice to her entrance. It's quite an extensive shot. I'm getting my head off to Colin. Yeah, Colin did a great job. God, this rum is incredible. It'd be nice if we could sell it up north. When your country treats you like adults. No hurry, we'd be out of a job. Esteban took those. The working people of Miami. Very good. It is a hobby. Perhaps I photograph you someday, Mr. Coughlin. Oh, about that. Fewer pictures out there of me, the better. I'm with the Indians on that one. Speaking of captured souls, I've been told that Mr. Garrier Smith was seen boarding a Seaboard Limited with his wife in one Pullman. He had that puta meister in the other. No, you never know. Sometimes a change of scenery can do a man good. Is that why you're here and you board? Little change of scenery. So this is a combination of Steadicam and... That was all Steadicam at the top, and now we're in style, so. We were running two cameras on this. There'd be the wide two, and a single would be simultaneously picked up. Which was a rarity for us. Yes. <laughs> but we still came under. <laughs> in terms of schedule. I just thought the look of the scene was magnificent. The wall, the color of the walls, the color of the couches, the color of the suits, the way the palette worked together. It just feels mysterious and sexy and right. I mean, you Cuban and you get that he's one of the most powerful guys in the town too. I think and office on top of, top of the nightclub. No, you just can't sell to the white operation. Oh, but why is it paying customer? We've never had a problem with him. I know Alva White. I thought you might like to deal with someone who treated you like a human being. It is possible this will bring bloodshed. This will definitely bring bloodshed. These are very favorable terms. Yeah, that's about as tight as we get. I don't do choke or close-ups. I leave a little room. The local sheriff wanted to see us. Apparently, it was a custom down there to talk about how you were going to break the law before you did it. We're back in Georgia, in the town hall. Yeah, we used a little town hall in Brunswick to do this, pretend it was a police station. And now we're in L.A. What are you doing? Don't fuck with the guy's stuff. The sheriff's gonna come in and find some dago going through his fucking papers. 
I like this little touch. He, he, he finds the picture and he points Figus out and then he has to put it back and Figus doesn't like his stuff being rearranged. Fantastic actor just came into that door. Yeah, he's really good. Have you ever worked with him before? Yeah, he was in the town. He played my father. Oh, that's right. I won't insult you by asking the nature of your business. So you won't have to insult me by lying. <laughs> yeah. Great move. Fair? Sounds fair to me. It drew your police captain. That sign used to say Ebor, and I digitally changed it to Tampa because Ebor is just a neighborhood in Tampa. Tell it to the Marines. Yes, sir. They, they uh, told it to us. I was a soldier and then a U.S. Marshal. I've killed seven men in my lifetime. Truth be told, their faces haunt me most nights. I wanted to get a sense here that Joe wasn't so proud of his military service. You keep your business north of 2nd, south of 27th, and east of Nebraska. You and I will have little in the way of discord. Sounds good. I know we live in a fallen world. But just because I breathe corrupt air, and rub elbows with corrupt men, never make the mistake of thinking that I am corruptible. I won't make that mistake. Hey. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were alone. Here's Elle. She has this wonderful quality where she seems so girl-like and so innocent, and later she seems so much older. Miss Loretta Figgis. Pleased to meet you, miss. I'm Joe Coughlin. Dion Bartolo. Loretta is taking the train on a long journey today. She's going around. California. Is that right? She's going to be a star in Hollywood. It's only a screen test, Daddy. I like how he's got the president's picture up on the wall. It's Warren Harding. Picked out a few girls. My brother's out there. Your brother's in Hollywood? He's a stuntman, I'm told. Falling off horses. I like dropping little mentions of Joe's brothers. It represents Joe's fantasy of being out and being free and being in California and being successful. You can't get fruit like this in Boston. I know. It's, it looks good. What? Issues. Watch this. Yeah. This was a scene I wanted to show one of the Hello? Mercados a la Libre, the kind of open-air markets that were very common there where goods were sold, you, uh, kind of farmer's markets. Just did a great job with very little resources there. Will you bring them? Uh, always bring them. Always. Uh, this was out in, like, uh, in the Valencia area, kind of nestled it in, in the trees there to get a... The best use out of the natural lighting. Where I was recently staying, I used to play chess a lot. This is the kind of change where you get your pawn to the end of the board and it changes into a queen. It's not a lot to think about here. I do play chess. You do? Yes. There was a steady cam, and we stopped and went to two years into singles. We're just supposed to start off our sort of flirtation in a relationship. And not about the end. It's about when you're playing the game. You can hang me upside down and light me on fire at the end. I want to win while I'm playing. I have a feeling you win most of the games you play. Not yet. 
I plan on it. Why don't you join me? These dolphins really uh, swim in this river. Well, there's dolphins, there's alligators, there's herons, there's... I wanted to capture some of the, the wildlife so you had a sense of Florida that these, those alligators are mating, that, that Florida was still untamed and wild and unclaimed territory that people were still competing for. And it was, you know, the same as when the dinosaurs walked the earth. It's a CG dance hall. Again, using live music, trying to, you know, bring the, bring the movie alive here a little bit. This is, where was this? This is on the back lot. No, well, this particular thing is at Sony, at Sony on stage. We built the club. And then when we went outside on the porch, it was all green screen and the background that we put in there, we shot in Savannah, out south of Savannah, Georgia. Remember we were gonna originally shoot this on location and we walked out there and we were bitten up like in... Instantly. Uh, we were like, we are not shooting this outside. Fact, I've heard rumors you give most of the money away. A lot of it in Cuba. And you think that's foolish? Not foolish. It's not my cause, that's all. What is your cause? The distribution of Dean Run. No man should ruin another man's life. If you corner the rum market, you will be a king. Well, I'll still have to deal with Albert White. But how will you hold the power once you have it? Why? You don't think I'm strong enough? I don't know if you're cruel enough. And if you are, that would be very sad. They taped my collar down because it kept coming up and it drove Jackie crazy. What they usually are. That dress on her, though, is amazing. It does, do does show some great shape. Her features are so subtle. Yeah, and her performance is so strong and dignified. My father died for Cuba. My mother died of a broken heart. He would often tell Esteban and I, you cannot truly live unless there is something for which you would die. Sounds like a good man. He was. Dion could really dance, so I wanted to capitalize on that and show him dancing with girls. And obviously, Miguel can dance. That's Miguel, the the, the music star. She can dance too. I'm the only one who can't dance. That's why I stay seated. <laughs> but what you did with the transitions here were very interesting. I did that slow push with the dissolves. Yeah. When we shot it, it was quite different. You did did a very nice job of of, of shifting it into a seduction. Yeah, I wanted the sort of seductive sense of time passing and him watching her and her knowing she's being watched and dancing. It feels like she's only dancing for him. Mm -hmm. And he's clearly smitten. We will never be lovers. Did you shift the dialogue there? Yeah. I just had it, I just focused on the we will never be lovers thing. It took out her husband. We will not be lovers. I just wanted to make it about them and not them sitting down and having a depressing conversation about something else. I felt like there was animal attraction. They were both really into each other and I wanted to just <laughs> cut to the chase. 
That was a real fall. It's not a stunt. But it makes the lovemaking so playful. Mm. It's nice, and that's a nice sort of symbolic shot. little pieces of shots not whole shots just like a little impressionistic we could tell it was sort of a different relationship than emma you know yeah it's more tender more mature more loving right. more careful more adult i like that cut just to them being asleep we cornered the rum market and lived like kings here's our passage of time montage where we build the empire banks collapsed Jobs dried up, but vice, it seemed, was depression proof. This is on the road near your house. Yeah, that's my house. The Suarez Coughlin partnership created a rare stability. That's me savoring open a bottle of champagne, I want you to notice, with this blade. Maso's got his money, he's happy. I love the train obscuring the sun there for that brief moment. We paid off Albert's guys in Central Florida to put down their guns. So when Albert wanted to hit us, he had to use his Miami cruise. This was Albert's spot in Miami. And when they showed up, we bushwhacked them. Of this speakeasy. I wanted to get a sense of the multi-ethnic flavor of Florida and that they were dealing with people from, of all ethnicities and all the immigrants and that's how they were expanding their business. But they, these people are into it. They, you just let them go, right? And Bob roams around with the just camera. Just played the music, yeah. Let them dance and Bob just shot people. It was great. Yeah, very real. was disturbing even to have to shoot this having a burning cross and the guys in these uniforms it was made me realize how terrifying the real thing could be yeah, these guys come out with their shotguns ready to defend themselves Send from in there and put this shit out all right here comes rd pruitt robbing the speakeasies. It's hard to tell if this is a speakeasy, it's a bodega, but they sell alcohol out of here. Well, just better go find him. He's in the Klan. So what? So what five million other guys in this country? The Klan has a lot of fucking juice. I wanted to make that point that in the 1920s there were five million people in the Ku Klux Klan, which I find astonishing still. Bigger problem is R.D.'s brother-in-law. Who's he? Chief Biggest. Still shot in Georgia on the, on the, on the street. Back to downtown LA on a set. Joe Coffin. Don't shake hands with papists. 
Still Man doesn't shake hands with Catholics. It's fantastic. How did you find him, Ben? I hadn't seen him. He's just a guy I know. Oh, really? Yeah. He's amazing. He's doing Othello now. He's incredible. Word is you're causing trouble down in Ebor. Okay. Well, we hear you're sticking up places. I don't know a damn thing about that. I'm just playing with you. <laughs> you all know that. R.D. <laughs> Looks. This is a businessman who's come here to do business. I suggest that you do it with him. This man is a bootlegger and a fornicator with niggers. He's to be tarred and fettered, not done business with. Ben, you're so still. He just like insults me, and I just, you know, it's one of those things where it's like if I get angry, I will lose the negotiation. I love how you can feel you simmering beneath the surface. So. so you like the Parisian, right? You think I get? I might be able to cut you in on ten percent of the house take. You do that? I would. Well, I ought to be worth more than ten percent. What were you thinking? I was thinking 60. 60%? The biggest club in town? That's right. For what, exactly? My friends might look on you more kindly. What friends? 60%. Son, I ain't giving you 60%. Ain't you, son? Ain't nobody, son. Save your father some embarrassment. Okay. 15%. I will beat you to town. I love that. It, the you two know, of you speaking underneath. Underneath their breath, yeah. That does sound like a fair arrangement. You go 20? I think 15 is pretty good for a job you don't have to show up to work for. Billy did a great job. Billy being the editor. Yeah, he really did. He's brilliant. It's a fair deal. brilliant. There were so many cuts that were just in the mood that were first cuts I just saw, and I was like, that's it. He just, he's so great. Second Tuesday every month, 7 o'clock. Pleasure, Mr. Coughlin. Irv. Sounds like we have a deal. <laughs> great line by Irv coming up. Boy, he's dumb as a grape. No, that wasn't in the script. It might have been in the book. He might have pulled that out of the book. That, there's our rural Florida roads that we looked for. It's hard to find roads with no yellow lines on them. This looks like a process shot, but it's real. <laughs> Every time I see it, I want to fix it. That's why I stayed wide. I liked it better out in the woods. Joe, don't make a big thing of it. Maso's still going to listen to what his son tells him about starting a new casino. Don't worry about it. How'd he get the name Digger? Because he's a fucking dummy. All they let him do is dig ditches for the bodies they bump off. The reflection helped there. Yeah, that, that, that's what did it. This reminds me of a Bob Hope movie. In a Thank you, Bob. <laughs> I just sent to that, you know, on the road. I love that transition. Top shelf, right to the casino. Absolute top level resort. Resort experience, whether you gamble or not. I think it'll be right on with the money. Such a Pretty massive CG. Yeah, that's a lot of CG on that thing, and the CG behind it. There is a structure there, but it's nowhere near as close as that. Also near my house in Georgia, conveniently. So this is it. The Volstead Act won't last forever, right? What are we going to do when Prohibition ends? 
gambling. We use the connections we put together to get it legalized, and we're the only ones in place. To All of this is CG back there. Just the steps in the very front, aren't I sat down with the owners in Sarasota last week. Why do they let us in? Because they can't get gambling legal, and they can't run a casino. They own the property, we run the casino, we chop the profits 50-50. Wait a minute. Do we have a magic stick for changing? Yeah, Max Casella's great. He's just so obnoxious. <laughs> it's a step. It's that prerequisite. You got to do yeah, one yeah. thing, and then you get... I know it's a prerequisite. Yeah. Your grandmother can come down. She'll play in the church. So why <laughs> was your suit crumple? <laughs> what? You know how your suits sort of all your suits are generally very precise. This is a very human day. It just more like it's a linen suit. The suit just wrinkled after a few takes. I thought it was a character thing. I wish. But I like you. <laughs> hey. He's a nice smart boy. Maso went crazy for the casino. Called every day for updates like it was his idea. You love a shot of her coming home with groceries and champagne? Yeah, I do. This is on Tybee Island. Georgia, which is beautiful. And this is as well. This is too. Yeah, we shot the interiors there. And here we're back in our Sarasota, or uh, Brunswick, Ybor Street. It was dressed to Sir Joseph. I love this pipe bomb. It's just so amateur. It's so him. He's just so cocky. Yeah. Shade here. Same note. <laughs> that was a real speakeasy. Yeah, that was a real speakeasy. Back on our, our street here, trying to get as much juice out of it as we could. We're doing everything we can, but he's protected. His roots here are too deep. Well, time to start digging. This was a cigar factory, and I wanted to show how the girls actually made and rolled cigars. We brought in a few real cigar rollers, too, from, actually from Ybor. Yeah. This was the first day shooting. This was in Savannah, and it was an old factory of some kind. Where they built trains. It's kind of a good way to open up with a big scene, you know? Ain't too many people ever had much success doing that. We'd like you to try. And what would the reason be? His self-preservation. He needs to stop shooting up my clubs. Clubs? Kind of clothes, great clubs. Cause I belong to the Greater Tampa Rotary Club myself, and I don't recall that. I think the combination of the colors are quite interesting too. Sort of greenish or aqua backgrounds. Yeah. His clothing, the length of his tie. He's the actor, he's quite good. He's great. He's amazing. But do you think that we got where we are by letting some inbred shit pickers muscle us? If that's who you think we are, you're making a fatal miscalculation, son. We're clerks and bankers and police officers and deputies. Yeah, we even got a judge. And if you're dumb enough to fight us, we're gonna rain bloody hellfire down on you and all you love. So you're threatening me with people who are more powerful than you? 
That's a fantastic yeah. line. What the fuck am I talking to you for? <laughs> I wanted to come back out wide so you got the sense that people were scared and they wouldn't say anything. But that man up on the platform was actually their form of entertainment. He read them the newspaper because they weren't allowed to stop rolling to really do anything. Back in Valencia, California. With those orange groves. <laughs> you come to my home. i save you the trouble. Haul me in. 75 witnesses, not a one will come forward. You want a beer? It's near beer, but it ain't bad. I love one. This was a disturbing scene. Yeah, I really liked it. Chris played it really well. Chris was superb, but just the simple way you brought out the images, like you didn't want to do it. Yeah, I think he feels really shitty doing it. And he knows he has to, to accomplish what he wants. I need ID, Chief. I expect you'd feel that way. You know what happens if you don't help me? No, I don't. More bodies are going to pile up. More radicals like Cigar City Slaughter are going to get written. And the Chief's going to get pushed out. You too. Maybe. Difference is, when you get pushed out, someone does it with a bullet to the back of your ear. I'm, I'm not selling out my wife's brother. Uh, I don't want to do this. Do what? I don't want to do what you're making me do. I'm not making you do anything. Yeah, you are. What? She didn't make it to uh, Hollywood. She just made it to Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, that's not right. We got her with a special doctor now. She's, she's all right. This is so much more powerful because back then he probably had no idea what was going on. Yeah. You mean in terms of communication. Exactly. Yeah, he just didn't know where she was. She was, you know, caught up with pornographers and doing drugs. Biggest, for whatever years or days remain in our acquaintance. Are we clear? I didn't do this, Dara. You just named your price for telling me where my daughter is. She's in a clean, safe facility, and I'm not gonna tell you where she is until you... Until? Chris is so good there, trying to compose himself. And the pain he must have felt as a father. Oof, I can't imagine anything worse. Although it does lead to a disturbing sort of concept in their relationship. Well, it just puts him on tilt. He can't stand it. It sort of overrides his circuitry. 
and he can't handle it. And he doesn't know how to make her back into the daughter that she was or punish her for what she did or for how embarrassing it was for him. He comes unglued, essentially, by this. The trauma is so deep that he can't handle it. I like staying in this shot of me listening to the consequences of my actions rather than shooting Chris inside on the phone. Not just because it's me, but because I think it's more interesting. And I thought also because it was behind you. A little Dardan quality to it. When do I get our location? As soon as I get out of this meeting alive. You do it yourself. What's that? If you're going to kill him, be man enough to pull the trigger. Ain't no pride in having other people do what you're too weak to do yourself. Okay. In my experience, doesn't take much to pull the trigger. And then to leave it out of focus. Yeah, I like that. We encountered a pretty interesting plight on this particular sequence. Yeah, really. Basically, the first half was totally clear. The second half, this huge mist blew in. It's like fog. So we had to go refog the whole scene to match it digitally. So as you can see, there's more fog here. You didn't come. Boy, this one here is rat tricky. Take your eyes off that pea shooter. I think it added an atmosphere initially. I mood. Yeah. You can see all that fog that's all put in. You a man of your word? Depends on who I give it to. So, you ain't come along like I ordered? Shit, uh, dude, that would spoil the fun. That's the real fog you can see blowing in. It started to screw us. And of course it happened when we were starting to shoot you. Yeah. He ain't gonna end prohibition in a God-fearing country. Countries in the tank. Banks going on to cities of bankrupt. Because we got a communist president. Because we're not taxing liquor. I like that little Obama link. People who think the president's a communist. And you could be part of that. I don't want to be a part of nothing with you. Here's that's all real fog that we had to deal with. How much is he paying you? Who? Alba White. How much is he paying you to shoot up my speaks? You're doing a hell of a job for him. Yeah, I cook his Catholic money. You know why? Because I could have done it for free. You are a pestilence. You and your nigger whore girlfriend and your dirty Dago friends. I'm going to take the Parisian. Not 60%. The whole thing. I'm going to take I love that shot through the wood. Everything you got. Might even go by your house. Tear off a piece of that nigger girl before I cut her throat. <laughs> you ain't got this yet. But you leave in town, boy. The dialogue so leads you to the issues of racism that was so prevalent yeah. and, of course, still is. Go ahead. Ah, shit. 
car around. Uh, we'll get you to a doc. Oh, fuck, it hurts. Yeah. Oh, it hurts, but it's not gonna kill you. Yeah, oh, shit. Oh, fuck, we should have never shot all the pictures. What pictures? I was gonna end the scene here after the pictures. But then we improv this thing about him shooting me, and I didn't know if it would work. You shot me. What? I got him before he got a shot off. It wasn't me who shot you. Couldn't him. have been nobody else. Vizzini was back there. Yeah, it was Vizzini who fucking shot you. Oh, Vizzini was coming from back there. Some guys arguing about whether or not one, his friend shot him or not. Who was over here? I got these motherfuckers. Yeah, me. Ah, uh, just get the fucking car. All right. Oh, that's gonna be a great casino. Huh. Albert had been paying ID on his own to come after us. But once we killed members of the clan, the clan took it personal. They came to finish me off at the hospital, but we had guards posted at the doors. Just strong montage. But yeah, it's a nice montage of finishing off the clan. When the clansmen gave up and went home, Dion had them followed. Subsequent string of beatings, bombings, and murders effectively put. It's quite amazing how he kept his eyes still. I know it's great. This Tybee Island in Georgia. I wanted to buy that house. It was an incredible house. It's been in their generation, right? Family for a long time. They weren't going to part with it. This is her return. I like her theme here, too. Yeah, it's a great piece of music. Irv's wife moved out and took their son with her. No one saw Loretta for the whole season. This scene is disturbing. It's hard to watch. We had close-ups of the stick hitting her and everything, and it was like we didn't need any of it. Probably tough for him to do, too, also. Yeah, he had a hard time with it. He doesn't know whether to punish her or purify her. I like that cut to her lighting one of her Santerra Cuban candles, two forms of religion. Can I take your name? You want to get married? If you don't know what to do, always start to see and read in the paper. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Graciela, Isabella, 
I can't remember them all. Lunes, Martes, Martes. Don't figure it out. I don't have that many names. Wait, 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 wait. Graciela Coffin. Best thing that ever happened to that name. I looked at I bought buildings. Wow, you're married and just like that, now you bought some buildings? There was no lighting here. I bought three buildings. Yeah. Do do a stop pull? Yeah, huge stop pull to get from both. But because I went through that darkness, it gave me enough room to be able to make it. But also because I wasn't operating and uh, Colin was doing the Steadicam move. Learned quite a bit on this film. I love you. After months of seclusion, Loretta emerged from home and declared she was a nice crane shot, sort of introducing her preaching for her by Jesus Christ, to whom she would now be wed. See her track marks. I wanted to see her father start to just lose it. Her show was a hit, and her vision of Tampa cleansed of sin didn't include a casino. What's the problem with this preacher? There's no problem with the preacher. Everything's going to work out fine. Nothing can jeopardize our casino deal. Absolutely, Maso, 100%. Do what you need to. Look, I'm going to go down there, I'm going to talk to her. So she's eavesdropping on him and listening to the kind of thing he's contemplating doing. And... Just make sure the problem goes away. I don't want to hear about it. Thanks a lot. She knows what he's being asked to do. Makes her worry for him. You don't need to listen in on me. Ask me anything you want about my business, I'll tell you. It's your business, not mine. I will. Anything you want to know. I came down here, it was all about getting revenge, making money. Now, Did you build this? Yes. Yes. It's like a three-wall build. Yeah. That's what you need to understand. But if those steps make you, yeah, little by little, someone else, then you will not be you anymore. You're you, except for all those bad things you did. You're almost you. I want the real you. Great location. I always wanted to use this song in a movie. It's so good. You could see how she built up her following from that previous small church. We'll understand it better by and by. Speaks to the mysteries of the whole thing, the spirit of God, of meaning and what we're doing. One hears much of personal liberty. I wanted her argument here to be like reasonable and cogent and convincing. You know, there was a real argument that prohibitionists had against alcohol and its ills in society and drugs. They also, you know, really criminalized drugs at the same time they criminalized alcohol. You see, 
And uh, she makes the same point about gambling, which is that it sucks money away from poor people and ruins their families. And comparing that to the personal liberty of people to pursue their own sins, it's an interesting idea. Was that in the book? No, this was something I wrote. Were you thinking of anybody in particular on the wolf line? Well, a lot of that was like inspired by kind of Billy Sunday speeches and stuff. This whole cheap as your virtue is just all designed for that one line. <laughs> I ask you, how cheap is your virtue? How cheap is your virtue? My virtue's always been pretty cheap. What virtue? And they seek to build a house of gambling on our waterfront. Hey, there's only one way to deal with it. Turn around and the casino gets voted down. The casino gets voted down. Me and you are on the hook for it. Oh, yeah. It's one of the few times you get angry. Yeah. Vegas, such a pleasure. Thanks so much for seeing us. Because I'm feeling the pressure. Terrific. You know my father? Ah, And this is Mayweather. And that's uh, Taylor Swift's brother right there. Yeah. Down south. Pleasure, sir. My pleasure. That's good. They need to hear about this in Miami. Keep up the good work. I'll try, sir. What can I do for you? Uh, I was hoping I could just have a word with you for a second. I was hoping to uh, talk to you a little bit about Because of the fabric of the tent, it's just a soft ore to the entire scene. Yeah, it's really nice. Did you have any additional lighting outside that tent? Only when I did shots like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I did hit, like, the bottoms and when the sun, if the sun went away, but when I did a face, I would often bring a little soft bounce into let it fold. I, w I will say that it rained for a solid week before we shot this and that. The tent barely made it through it. And all that hay that we put down was it. I had to put it down because it was just mud, but I think it really added to it. It was an afterthought. Yeah. And your story is amazing. I'm not surprised the flock's up threefold since you started here. More like five times. More booze has been drunk in the last 10 years than ever before because people don't want to be told they can't do it. The same could be said of fornication. People want it, but don't want to be told they can't have it. This is what I mean about her sort of on the precipice of adulthood and now having experienced these horrors, she sort of gets it a little bit more. She gets the adult world and she learned in a harsh way. Do people wish to lie down with animals? Some do, and their sickness will spread if you have your way. Forgive me, I see no correlation between alcohol and lying down with animals. There's a correlation across all sin. It is all against the wishes of God, therefore all equally offensive. Let me apologize. I think we, we, we got off on the wrong foot here. I, I'm just here to ask you if you would be amenable to omitting the casino issue from your sermons. <laughs> trying to just trying to subtly. All I need is just one thing. Idle hands. We'd be willing to contribute to the church. Oh. We want to build a few churches. Mm. 
If God rewrites the Bible to cast gambling as virtuous, I will refrain from... And ultimately, she is too virtuous and principled to give in. And this is one of the few close close-ups in the movie. Mr. Coughlin. It's great light, backlight at the end of the day. She's going to fuck up the whole deal. What do you mean you can't do it? No. No one touches her. That's a mistake. Interesting to leave repent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that becomes so significant later. And that's probably one of the only times you and Dion had some disagreements. Yeah. How did you come up with the idea of the magnifying glass in the car? I wanted to see the plans, and I wanted an excuse to see the plans up close. And I figured if we just dissolved over the car, moving through the magnifying glass, we would get away with it. You definitely do. We're not going to invest in the casino at the Ritz. Are you sure about that? I'm afraid so. The publicity is too much. One woman preaching in a fucking tent? Yes, because the casino would represent only 2% of our total holdings, and we can't appear to be a company of Irish and Italian Catholics turning white Protestant girls into drug addicts. The people I work for are going to be very upset about this. If I had known that... Trump was going to be elected and these issues were going to be so prevalent, I probably would have dialed this scene back so that he weren't so on the nose articulating the power struggle between white Protestant and power structure and the immigrants. But uh, nonetheless, that's what sort of gets articulated. And Joe ultimately says, you know, you're probably right, but eventually one day that's going to change. And uh, I still hope he's right. Keeping money in your hands and out of the hands of people like us. And today we might note that while this commentary is being laid down, Trump is Trump being, is being inaugurated <laughs> at this very moment. President Trump. Worked their fingers to the fucking bone. All believed it when you told them they could get ahead. And one day, and I may not live to see it, they're going to figure it out. But I tell you what, I'd hate to fucking be you. Standing between those people and what they deserve. Good luck to you. What a hell of a casino. You'll get another chance. Things swing back around. Not all things. They announced it on the radio just when we got back. I love this. The fireworks is mm -hmm. just made it. Our city, our set looks so cool looking. Well, also, there's one shot of you when we start tracking with you. This is where you see it in the reflections, yeah. But the oscillation, the light and the dark, the colors, speaks very much to your mood. And this shot, which is focused initially on the telephone, and then the pull to you, and you're just watching, and all you really see is two dots in your eyes. And you know the wrath is building here. And frustration here. Well, hello, Miss Vegas. Flynn. May I? Yes. Just for a minute. You're looking very well. You see, uh, you're not wearing white? 
It's almost white. <laughs> Thank you very much. Can I have a cup of coffee, please? This is one of the longest scenes you play, I think. Yeah, this is the longest scene in the movie. But it's so important to her character, I want to let it play out. And again, using wide shots. I'm a crook. He's the chief of police. That's how it goes, I guess. No, he liked you. He said you It's such a difference from the first time they met in the dad's office. Elle did a nice job getting that character there. Yeah, she was great. Coming back to the overs, give me some distance. To him? Takes a while to come to terms with it. And admit it to her. We had photographs. And you showed them to him? I showed him too. How many did you have? I want to stay on her for this piece. All of them. We're all going to hell. I don't think you're going to hell. You know what I learned? Because I've been thrusting my soul out to God. What? This is heaven. Right here. We're in it now. Now how come it looks like hell? Because we fucked it all up. And she's picked up, despite herself, the lexicon and the ways of the darker world. After my trials, I slept in the bed of my childhood. I felt certain again. I missed that. That speech certainly resonated with you a little later. Yeah. When you're with your son. I hope there is. Oh, she admits. But I hope he's kind. Just the sad hope that there is actually a God and he loves us. It's a desperate feeling from her. It was heartbreaking, her loss of faith. And look how she transitions here. You seem not to despair. You have a secret. No secrets. From crying into laughing. I have my wife. That's enough. What if you lose her? What are you going to do now? What do you mean? Well, you stopped me. Stopped the casino. Law couldn't do it. The people couldn't do it. The clan couldn't do it. You did it. I didn't get rid of alcohol. No, I was too big. But you stopped gambling, and before you came along, that was a lock. I did do that, didn't I? <laughs> I love her little laugh there, like, yeah. a, cute, like a child. What's your father going to do? Hmm. Sit in his chair, I guess. Blind with rage that men touched his daughter the way he used to touch his wife, and worse. He 
I'm curious if Chris touched his wife the way she was touched. It seemed like she was abused a little bit. I more. think that's why she said, and worse. Remember when you were doing this with the salt? When I told you I wanted to shoot a close-up of the salt on the table? <laughs> you thought I was an idiot. No, no, I just thought, wow, this is interesting. And then when I, I saw what she was doing, I saw why. But I don't know exactly why. It's like an intertwined, it's a, it seems like it's just a complexity. Did she just start doing that by herself? or was? No, no, we set that up, yeah. But it was an effective shot. We heard from Boston all three trucks made it up there fine. Same payoffs as last week, so it's no problem. Good. Where's it? And Loretta Figgis cut her own throat yesterday. What? Yeah, she did it at home in the chief's bed, they say. Gotta give it to her. She's got moxie. Now you shot this a little later, so you had to add that poundage onto him, didn't you? Yeah, that was digitally added on. The, he had lost the weight by then. This was where I wanted to have more of a profound reaction from Joe to Loretta's death. Have it land more. Rather than in this scene. Rather than just cutting to this scene. She went out west like so many other girls do. She was preyed upon. Not by you. Oh, my men like me. I get the booze, I get the It's the universal. It's actually an old uh, western saloon from the John Wayne days. Now we're back to where was this? Uh, this is also at Universal. In fact, it is an insult to our brother to believe we are. Look at these people. If this man say dies of drunkenness, is it our fault? When did you take this picture? A month ago. Are you sure? I took this picture myself a month and three days ago. Why? Because that woman died in 1927. Another rare close-up, a little push. That one worked effectively, I thought. Yeah. I wasn't sure from that side angle that that close-up would work. I love this scene. This is very, like, Malick. Steady cam on the beach, the walking actors, nobody saying anything. Just impressionistic. And I like the score. It's very touching. And the lights sort of to open up for you there. Yeah. And we come around, the light came out. It's on Tybee Island. It also said a lot about the time, how you know, uninhabited it was, that yeah. shot. Jesus Christ. What, you wouldn't tell your woman? No. No, I don't tell him shit, but you're more of a Nance than me. What'd you say? <laughs> that line gets a big laugh. For years, she's not dead. She's in Miami. Don't make a big fucking thing out of it. 
When you going? Going where? What do you mean where? You found out this girl used to be Bugs Force 200 miles away. When you going? I like the bags under my eyes there. It feels like I've been thinking. Once I leave the... Yeah, you know, it's how hard it is. I generally try to get rid of all those things. It was a benefit to the character to have them. Yeah. The pressures you're under. That's a big fucking entourage. Shit, that ain't worth you're killing us. We do $11.5 million a year from rum alone in this fucking cow town. What's it gonna kill us for? All we do is send him bags of money up to his mansion in fucking Nahant. I don't like to sign. Nahant is in the Cape, Massachusetts. We never moved on narcotics, and you're Irish in a world where there ain't much of a shortage in guineas. Okay, you're walking into a building where he bought up every room. I can't hide a weapon, nothing. You're going in blind, and we'll be outside. Is that enough signs for you? Again, we're sucking all the color out, particularly on you, on that scene. I need you to do something for me. I need you to go stay in Miami for just a little while. How long is a little while? I don't know. Not too long. I'm not going to have your address. I want you to give it to Dion. When the time comes, he'll tell me where you are and I'll come get you. So you can find out if you are as close. I, I never mentioned it to you, but you know there's a green screen out that door. Well, what door? Behind her. Is it? Yeah. I didn't notice. Right there. Right there? Yeah. Because <laughs> we shot it during the day. We put a green out there so that you could put in whatever you wanted. But it just plays as night. You just love green screen, Bob. <laughs> you just love it. It has its place, doesn't it? The slow build of the music. That's right by my house, too, that little road and pond. You spent like a whole weekend in a helicopter, didn't you, Bob? Yeah. There's another one that's just amazing. This is one of my favorite aerials. Boom, and you cut to the other shot. It's great. And this shot is so interesting as well, how it just moves right past them. And where was this? That was out on uh, Jekyll Island. Exactly. Jekyll Island, right. Now we're back in Pasadena. That was quick. The combination of second unit in here. Yeah, second unit, first unit. This suit was a little too white, so we took it down a little bit in color. Two kids, I'm Guerra, Alcaz, the whole thing. Got any? None for me. There's never a right time. And all this whole sequence is a combination of practical location and a large stage build. Yeah, this is all practical still. Even the elevator, which I loved. And this is still practical. This way. And here's the stage. There's a big stage build. How are you, my son? Fine. 
house to see if Dion needs anything. That's a way of saying getting rid of Dion. <laughs> This was a time when visits were rare. To take a train from Florida to Boston was probably a three-day trip. This is the Philly who fucked up the old casino thing. Yeah. The Philly. The Philly who fucked up the casino thing. <laughs> You're just shifting into Chivo there. You're not a killer, Joseph. You're a bandit in a suit. That's why you didn't kill that uh, puttana pazza. You know how much money this place was doing when I got here? You know what's doing it now? But that's all rum. You neglected the girls and the narcotics. I went after the rum because it was the most profitable, and I added four houses in my time here. Yeah, but you could have added more. Maso, look. Mr. Pescatore! I ran Ibor. I ran Tampa. Do you ever have a problem? You did more than that. That's like the you second time a character forced you to only oh, use a last God. name. Chris did it yeah. after the photographs. And now I've been through the books. You made us a force down here. But now what? No Irish need to apply? What can I be? What I fucking tell you to be. Before you get a fucking pop in the mouth, Mick. You can be consigliere. You teach Tigger the ropes, meet people, teach him to fish. But you need to take a haircut. What kind of a haircut? Digger gets your take. Look, Mrs. Pescatori, I think it's a fabulous idea. Digger comes down here, takes over, we'll run Florida, we'll take over Cuba. But my take's gotta stay somewhere near where it is. And there's no power in being crew boss and shaking down longshoremen. You ever think maybe that's the point, smart guy? You need me. I built this. We could use you, but I'm sensing a lack of gratitude. So am I. You work for me, not the speaks or the niggers you hang out with. If I tell you to clean the shit out of my toilet, guess what you do? I can kill your kind girlfriend and burn your house to embers if I feel like it. So Strong moment with your look there. Yeah, it's a tense scene. Or clean the shit out of my toilet. I'm accepting applications for both. I guess it's crew boss. That's my boy. There's a lot of calling him his boy, his son. That father-son theme is strong in the movie. You know, Joseph, what I like about Albert White. What? Is that he knows Tampa too. Which means nobody needs you, dumb fuck. So they just wanted to humiliate me before they killed me and the whole thing was a setup. They're trying to let Albert take over. Me and Maso patch things up. Me and Maso, we patch things over. Turns out when you blew the casino deal, he looked to me to help his son. And that was just the start. You see, 
need to trust the people you work with. We don't get into this game to play second, to back the wrong horse. That's it. You thought you'd be eating tomorrow, looking at the fucking sun. Well, think again. Take your last look, because you die now. Wait. How about I have something you want to see? Sometimes if you don't see it, regret your whole life. You'd never forgive yourself. <laughs> She's dead. She looked dead to you? Where is she? She's in a fucking picture, Albert. Where is she? I'd love to tell you. I'd love to walk out of here more. That's an old one. You just folded up an old one. That's what I thought, too. Look, the guy in the corner with the newspaper. The windows are green screen. And there used to be hanging bodies. That's a longer story. Yeah, well, for another day and another commentary. Like you loved that woman. Yeah. She a nigger or a spick? She's both. I love this little woman here. Boom. One final. Oh, no! hmm. So now they're confused. They're not sure where these shots are coming from. So they're looking around and trying to find who did it. What the fuck are they? Why don't you ask Albert? He knows Tampa. You know why all the molasses and rum that comes into Florida comes through Tampa, Muscle? Tunnels. What tunnels? The ones running underneath this neighborhood. That's how they get the booze in. That's where my men are right now. Your guys are all standing around guarding the front door. But that ain't where we're coming. We're coming for you, Muscle. But we're coming from below. Good measure, he shoots him while he falls down to yeah. the floor. As I if that's not enough. The tricky part about this was like having the audience know who is who. Obviously, it's hard to tell between the two guys, but I wanted to be the guys that were kind of up coming down were Maso's guys, and the guys that were coming up were Joe's guys. ignominious end to Albert White. I like playing against the whole, ma you know, macho, mano a mano, stand, end of movies, abandoned warehouse standoff bit. 
Just, you know, boom. He's dead. That's that. Surprise. The way that scene is cut, you think you shot them. Yeah. It's just, I mean, everything is such close range. It's, it's such an, a, a powerful effect. With those massive, loud guns. You cleared the room, everything, the whole floor. Shepard, give it another look. Boss, there's butter cockling downstairs. Even get a scratch? A cut on the head. I don't suppose you can wait for him to die of blood poison. Well, I don't think we got that kind of time. It's a hard thing for a man to have a, a son this stupid. A final insult. <laughs> he just gets fed up. He's frustrated. He knows he's done all this for his son, and his son's a moron. I want you to cover the door and the stairs like Roman fucking centurions. Pour me one, will you? I like that pullback. It's a poster. Where were you hiding? Hiding? When did Shepard clear the room? Sitting right here. I asked him if he wanted to work for someone who'd be alive tomorrow. That's what he took. That and you wanted to put a fucking dunce like Digger in charge. We had a good thing going here, and you fucked it all up in one day. You know how many people died here? Because you're a simple walk bullshit. Maybe someday you'll have a son, and you'll understand. What will I understand? How is my son? Your son is dead now. I respect the simplicity with which you did this. Yeah, I hate confrontations and final moments that are melodramatic. I want it to feel real and dumb and just how it would be in real life, you know? Simple and violent and feel more profoundly violent for its simplicity. I hate it when you get into like, well, he's the good guy and he's the bad guy and it's a movie, so we have to have him have more of a standoff or, you know. Joe later on has this line about how he's going to give a whole speech to Maso, but, you know, it was his fantasy, but it didn't come true. Last one of us hunted us down, you know that. They didn't expect to see old age. Neither do I. That line's gonna play again. I had this whole thing I was gonna say to Alvin before I killed him. Too late. Too late to call back to what he said about Loretta. 
All right. The idea that life doesn't turn out the way we expect it to, and the, the little melodramas we build up in our head are just are, tend to be false, and that life doesn't live up to them. Go ahead. But if anyone want to stay down here where the sun is warm and the girls are pretty, we got jobs for you. But I'm finished. You want the boss? Go to him. He runs things now. Any confusion on that? Screen screen out the window. Yeah, I do get the feeling that at this point you had enough, you know. Yeah, I really love this movie. Every time I watch it, I really, I feel really proud of it, satisfied, and proud of all the people that worked on it, all the great work that went into it. It really did what I wanted to do. All these little moments. I think you should be proud. It's an extremely fine movie. It's storytelling, which is not done that much anymore in these movies. Let's go. Yeah, this fucking Dion ran the crew for eight years. And he was right. He didn't see old age. We had a nice shot of 1930s Miami here for us. The, the guys who did the match shots did a good job. They did a great shot on this one, as well as the one in Boston. Yeah. We originally had her more tarted up with makeup, but the audiences were really like freaked out by it because that was what prostitutes really wore back then was a ton of makeup. So we had to take it down digitally so people wouldn't be taken out of the movie. What happened, Emma? Well, once the coppers started chasing me, I said to the driver the only way to get away was to drive off the bridge, but but he wouldn't listen. So? So I shot him. We went into the water, I swam out, ran to the nearest house with a light on. He was a fisherman. Oh, he was happy to take This was shot in Los Angeles. The old cat and fiddle at sunset. It's a great location to capture a fine and clean sound. <laughs> yeah. Hollywood Boulevard. Why don't you tell me how bad I'm supposed to feel for you? Or maybe if I had a police chief father from a nice part of Ireland, but I just had to make two. Ben, it wasn't so much Joe had feelings for her still. He just wanted to find out what happened. Yeah, I think he was curious and he had had such strong feelings when he was younger and he was older and he had buried them and left them behind but you know he wanted to resolve it. Had this intense feelings for her when he was younger and everyone's got that girlfriend from early on who's just drove him crazy and it's like you haven't seen her in 10 years or 15 years and you want to know what happened to her. I'm free Joseph. If you want to come by He's obviously disappointed in what's happened to Emma. Yeah. 
And she sort of pushes him away and then kind of comes on to him. And it's just sad. Just that body language, huh? Yeah. She's great. We always had a lot of laughs. I don't want to be free. Yeah, come on. That's all we ever wanted. That's what you wanted. And now you got it. I know you're looking at her, but it doesn't seem that you're looking at her. Yeah. So the Irish music again, her theme, I liked it. You see her try to slough it off, but in the end, I think she was in love with them, and you can see that coming across her face. I wanted to hold on this close-up for a while. It's a nice transition for her, an effective one. We built Graciela's casitas for abandoned women and children who needed a place to stay. We named our son after my father. But he was thoughtful, kind, like his mother. Trying to get this kid to play with me was like the hardest part of the movie. And we see he's broken and just slowly going insane. Can't handle the loss of his daughter. It shattered him. That one tear, I didn't pick it up until a second or third viewing. Yeah. I wanted to do this in one shot, which made life easy for everybody. But I felt like going from peaceful and calm to chaos and loss would be more effective all in one. That's the shot that hit Graciela. Here's a 25-stop pull right here. <laughs> Got to give credit to Colin, too. He did a great job. Yes, Colin did a fantastic job. And the kid was just amazing. He just got scared by the gunshots going off and the chaos, and so he just didn't know what to do. And just ran around, and it was great. Was this take one? The take one was aborted. This was take two. And once we got it, I knew we had it. And look at the kids still pattering around back there. It's fabulous. Finally, Colin was like, let's leave the kid out of it and push in. Unless that was you in the headset, Bob. I don't know. Can't remember. There's your chest piece. This is Los Angeles doubling for Cuba hoping that the palm trees would sell it. And we built these elevated graves like they have in Cuba. 
I like the idea of this kid, his mother's grave, he doesn't understand. And Joe's lost the one thing that really mattered to him. Yeah, you feel bleached, almost a vampire. And then this time cut, music kind of helps you segue in this. On Saturdays, I take my son to the shows. Some little German guy is making trouble overseas. I liked how people got their news at the movies in those days. Joe doesn't believe they'll fight another war in Germany. He thinks the last one was too terrible. My son loved the show. It was about an honest sheriff in a dirty town. Was this an actual film? No. All he could talk about was getting his own badge when he grew up. There's his brother's name. That's my brother. <laughs> It's one of those things Joe can privately kind of enjoy and no one else appreciates, but it gives him joy. In the afternoons, we fish for redfin and snook. That was the first shot we did. Yeah, it's a great match cut there. Once Billy just really knows how to make this stuff day, work. My son asked me, where's heaven in the sky? And I told him what Loretta told me. Sliding back to that moment inside the cafe. This is heaven. Right here. We're in it now. Joe finally learns to appreciate the moment, his life, his family, the simple things. Stop chasing things. You guys did a great job. Thank you very much. Oh, you did a great job. Thank you. It's, it's really a good movie. <laughs> I love it. I'm really proud of it. I love the movie. It's my favorite of the movies that I've done. I, I just, everything about it was so much harder to do and it required so much more elaborate work. And everybody was just, it was the best crew I've ever worked with by far. The crew was just unbelievable in this movie. I mean, yeah. had a great cast. My guys and women were getting things done like I couldn't believe. This is Foy Vance recorded a song for our movie. Didn't you do a trailer at one point with his music? I did. I tried to trailer with this music. With a trouble on full of moonshine. And my daddy tried to quell my crimes, but I just couldn't let it go. My heart was set on money. And the open road in the moon. I think Harry did a nice score. Mm -hmm. Jackie West is amazing. Mm hmm Great job. Mindy. Rum whiskey ain't right. Ben's not bad. My name isn't on, on this movie enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got producer credit. You got acting credit, directing credit. Writing. And writing. There you go. Doesn't get much larger. And well-deserved. You guys are the best. You're the ones who made this movie look so great and so special and feel so real. She swore she'd never leave me. Found it hard to believe it, but it
Christmas Eve was great. It was really great. Uh, she was too. It was fun to do, you know? I think we all pushed each other in a good way and, you know, made it better. Yeah. He's always great. Poor Titus got cut out of his one scene and he only got shot in the head. That was it. But at least I had him in the movie. Yeah, damn, Michael Hall. Thanks, boys. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for asking us.